You are listening to Sparking Wholeness with Erin Carey, where we talk about all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. It's Erin Carey. Welcome back to Sparking Wholeness. Today, I am speaking with Amber Satterfield. She is an integrative nutrition health coach and the founder of Feel Good Nourishment, where she specializes in helping people who suffer from gut health issues and autoimmune diseases. She herself was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2008, followed by rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and cancer in the subsequent years. It wasn't until she found functional medicine that she says her life and health changed forever. Amber shares, I was able to find healing and vitality in my body naturally through diet and lifestyle changes and have been completely symptom-free for over seven years. I mean, that'll preach right there. That's incredible. After her own journey, Amber became passionate about helping others do the same in their own bodies. She explains, I left my career of 10 years in engineering to pursue health coaching at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I was hungry for more. I pursued many additional advanced courses until I landed at the School of Applied Functional Medicine. And that is where I met Amber. And she says that the School of Applied Functional Medicine has been a transformative experience in educating me about the interconnectedness of disease dynamics, which has profoundly enhanced how I serve my clients. Amber is now sharing her personal healing story in her new book, Thriving with Autoimmune Disease, coming out later this year. She hopes to inspire people, assure them that they are not alone, and know that they too can overcome their diagnosis. And I can't wait to break down what that looks like. So Amber, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Erin. How are you? I'm good. And I'm I'm so excited about this interview because, I mean, even just listing off rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, diabetes, Hashimoto's, okay, how did all of this happen? What, what was going on with your body? You know, it's, it's funny because, you know, back then I had no clue, you know, and uh, you know, the more, the more I learn about the body and, and since going back to school and, and honestly becoming more mindful of, of my body and, and how I feel in my body, it's, it's really been eye-opening um, to look back, you know, hindsight's 2020, right. And it's been crazy to look back and, and, I've noticed the signs, you know, but you know, when you don't know what to do, you don't, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to find, um, you know, healing. You kind of, I, I ended up, um, my symptoms all started when I was about 15 and, you know, uh, my, my family, we, we were very into, you know, conventional medicine and, you know, it was, it turned into kind of a, a couple, you know, very, very long seven years before I was finally diagnosed um, with Crohn's. That was the first one, um, you know, but it all started with just going to the doctors and getting, you know, on pills. And the doctors kept saying that, you know, oh, well, you're depressed or you have IBS or, you know, they never really discussed food. They never really discussed, you know, lifestyle issues. It was always just kind of a, you know, honestly, like a pill. And I'm not against conventional medicine by any means, but Um, for me, it was, it was not what I needed at the time. And, um, you know, in 2008, uh, I was 22 and I, I had emergency surgery. Um, my intestines had, had totally closed up and that was when they finally caught it and did a biopsy and, uh, diagnosed me with Crohn's and, um, but, you know, still, I, I didn't know anything, you know? Um, so I just kind of went on my way and I was told to stop eating gluten and dairy. And so, you know, um, so that's what I did. 
but yeah, over the next, um, you know, I, I think 20, 28 was when I was finally diagnosed with cancer. So over that next seven years, you know, every time I would go to a doctor, you know, there was, there would be a new diagnosis, you know, um, first it started with the rheumatoid arthritis, you know, my joints just hurt. I mean, it got to where I couldn't even open like jars, you know, cause my, my, my joints would just swell up just so, so bad. And they were so, super painful. Um, I had just gained so much weight. I was not one of those, those cronies who, who lost a bunch of weight. I gained, I think it was like almost 85 pounds. So, um, and then, yeah. And then the last one was, I started seeing a functional medicine doctor, um, when I got diagnosed with cancer and that's when she said that I also had Hashimoto's, you know, and, and, you know, you know, I mean, we both study functional medicine. Once you're diagnosed with one autoimmune, you're six times more likely to have multiple. Um, so it just, you know, so I was that, I, I feel like I was, you know, our typical, American eating the standard American diet. You know, I worked a lot, stressed a lot. Um, and I didn't stop to really pay attention to what, you know, my body was saying, you know, I, it was more of, you know, shush, you know, I've got, I've got life to live, you know, uh, you know, and, and eventually my, my body said, you know, <laughs> jokes on you, you know, you're going to listen. And, um, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I could go, it, it, I, 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 I talk more in detail in my, my book um about it but because it was you know it was a very long 15 years from start to finish um but yeah it was it was crazy it was it was crazy now to look back and and you know I, I feel like it was for a reason though um because it's led me here that is incredible I think it's so interesting that you mentioned that statistic of you know if you're diagnosed with one autoimmune disease then others can follow and can we talk a little bit about why that is, what, what, what is, what did that look like for your body? What does that look like for anybody's body? You know, so, you know, autoimmune it's, it's brought on by a perfect storm, you know, a perfect storm of things. And, you know, it, it really starts with, um, you know, a lowered immunity, right? So, you know, and that lowered immunity could be, you know, anything simple from, you know, getting a bug, you know, getting food poisoning, getting, you know, um, some kind of toxin in the body, um, or it could just be just a chronic, um, overload over time. And, um, so that's, that's one dynamic, um, followed by, you know, leaky gut, you know, um, so our, our intestines, you know, they, on the other side of our intestinal wall, I don't want to get too sciencey, but on the other side of our intestinal wall is, is our immune system. And so, you know, when we, you know, have a lifestyle that promotes, uh, in, enhanced intestinal permeability, which is leaky gut, you know, you start, you start weakening the, the junctions of the, the gut lining. And so, you know, anything that, that goes through us, you know, whether it's, you know, again, a toxin, a food, something we're drinking, you know, um, any of the bacteria that are present in the gut, especially if, you know, you're in the colon at that point, you know, those, those can be, um, present now to the immune system and the immune system starts going, wait, 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 we're not, you know, this is not supposed to be here. And it, it starts trying to, you know, defend our body, you know, cause our, our immune system is meant to tolerate. I mean, that's, that's really what, what our immune system is built for. It's me it's meant to tolerate the things that are coming into our body and then, and then, you know, pick up and fight where it needs to. And, you know, over time though, when you get leaky gut, 
it just, it's, it's constantly, you know, bombarded by, by, I mean, undigested foods and, you know, all the things. And so, you know, our immune system then starts going haywire. So now you have not only a weakened immune system, you know, to begin with, but now you have, you know, a constant bombarding of the immune system, you know, and it's just, it, it starts becoming just a perfect storm in the body. And so like one, you know, so once those dynamics is, exist and you get one autoimmune, you know, the likelihood of you getting another, which I mean, you know, so I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest here. So a diagnosis, all that is, is a, a collection of symptoms, right? And so, you know, so if you're looking at autoimmune, as far as, you know, Crohn's disease, I mean, you're talking about inflammation and, in, in the gut, you know, basically from the mouth to the, to the rectum. Um, if you've got colitis, it's in the colon. If you have Hashimoto's, it's in the thyroid, you know, the list goes on. And so, you know, it's really just, where is the immune system now, you know, being overloaded in the system. And, you know, and then there's also dynamics of molecular, you know, mimicry of, you know, there are some dynamics where the immune system then begins to see our own body, um, tissues or the things that the tissues are holding as an enemy. And so, you know, so it's not, it's not that we have a, you know, people with autoimmune, it's not that our, our immune system is dysfunctioning. It's working perfectly as it should. It's just now, you know, you have parts of the body that are now being seen as, you know, uh, an enemy, if you will, um, due to its, its confusion or due to, you know, again, the toxic buildup or, you know, I mean, gluten, um, has a, has a very similar, uh, DNA structure as the, um, as part of the thyroid. And so, you know, for people who, who have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a good thing to be eating gluten. Um, because, you know, once you eat gluten then the body will, will start seeing that DNA strand and, and go to attack. And unfortunately that thyroid gets, um, gets the brunt of it. So, um, that's, yeah. So that's kind of how, how that, how that dynamic can, can unfold because then you're, you know, ravaged with immune or with, yeah, with a, with the immune system. And so, you know, even with, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, I mean, that's the swelling of the joints. Right. And so, you know, I mean, most people know that with arthritis, whether it's rheumatoid or, or non autoimmune, you know, it's inflammation in the joints. So, I mean, your, your body just ends up being a, a ball of inflammation, inflammation, you know, you explain that so well. And I, I can tell you've been studying, right? <laughs> but you know what I like about the way you explain it and the way that the school of applied functional medicine has discussed things like autoimmunity. It's, it's the body. Like you said, it's not your body just going haywire, just, Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going crazy here. It's truly protection. And it's your body doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Unfortunately, the symptoms are unpleasant. And I have a very, you know, unproven theory (laughs) that mental illness is another form of autoimmune because it's just another alert system in the brain. And now that I don't know if it's that unproven now that we know what we know about the gut brain immune connection, there's a lot to that. And so I have all of the predisposition to autoimmunity, but for me, it just showed up in my brain, you know, and for you, it showed up as rheumatoid arthritis and for somebody else it showed, you know, or, or whatever. And so I think that that's really key. Can you talk a little bit about stress and the impact of stress on all of this? Yeah. So stress, I mean, that's, that's one thing. So, you know, within my, within my practice, um, as a health coach, but also just in my own personal experience, stress 
is like one of the number one, the number one keys. And I, and it's so, it's so underrated. I, I don't think that people really understand how stress can really affect the body. And, and I mean, and this could be whether we're talking autoimmune or whether we're talking, you know, anything, I mean, just, just to have your optimal health, you know, you, you know, it doesn't matter how well you eat. It doesn't matter if you're going out and, and doing all the things like meditating and, and yoga and, you know, you can get sick just from stress, you know? And so, I mean, stress, I mean, not only does it, you know, deplete your body of nutrients, but so stress is one of the, um, can be a cause for leaky gut. Um, you know, when we're, when, when we go into a state of stress, so the sympathetic nervous system turns on, you know, our body goes into this state of, you know, especially when it's initial, like, you know, say we're driving in a car and someone, you know, you know, uh, I don't know, just honks at us or, you know, road rages or whatever. Um, you know, our body immediately goes into, you know, stress. I mean, that's, you know, and it's good. Like, I mean, most, you know, a lot of acute stress is actually very healthy for us. It keeps our immune system active and strong and, you know, and keeps the, the blood rushing, you know? Um, but the thing is, is when we go into a state of stress, you know, the, the organs and the nervous system, they all, they all work in a perfect symphony to make it ideal for us to run, for us to fight, for us to, you know, survive. And so the thing though, about thriving, the thing about being healthy in our body is we need to have the balance of our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system. Amber, I am so glad that you are touching on this and it's actually a really great place to pause and thank our sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Ritual. Now, as we're talking about stress, we know that when we are stressed, our body gets depleted of what we need to feel our best. And over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s which are so important for overall well-being. Well, Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women aged 18 and over. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. They even went so far as to invest in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of this multivitamin, and the results are crazy. This clinical study study was published in the leading scientific journal Frontiers in Nutrition, and it showed that the essential for women 18 plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And while I've talked about this multivitamin before and how much I love it and it has benefited me and how I feel, I really want to talk about their Symbiotic Plus Symbiotic Plus is a gut health supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic all in one. The postbiotic provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and support gut barrier function. And we've just been talking about how important it is to have healthy gut barrier function. They also have all of this in a delayed release capsule, meaning it helps to reach the colon where it needs to go for probiotic bacteria to grow and thrive. I love this formulation and I recommend it to everybody. So I definitely think it's something that you need to add to your ritual of supplements and turn it into a healthy habit for nourishing your own unique body. 
Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash spark and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash spark. That is spelled R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash spark. Now, Amber, getting back to stress in our health and the impact of stress in our health, let's break down the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic, because I think this is so important for people to understand. Our parasympathetic nervous system is where we rest and where we digest and where we laugh and where we love and where we feel gratitude and, you know, where we're able to, you know, wake up in the morning, bright eyed, bushy tailed, but then be able to fall asleep peacefully without, you know, tossing and turning and ruminating and, you know, and all the things. And so, you know, if, so when we, we, when we begin to live our lives and I think a lot of, at least in, you know, the Western world and me included, you know, I think when we live our lives in a state of constant chronic stress, we are never, we are never truly getting to that rest and digest. And I mean, that is, that is where, you know, our, our, it's, it's, it's mandatory for our bodies, you know, for our cells to, to replicate, for our cells to heal, for us to digest for our sakes, you know, which is a lot of where our energy and our health come from. You know, if we are, if we are stressed, our body's not, you know, the, the peristalsis in the gut, it's not, it's not functioning properly. Um, our HCL, so our hydrochloric acid is, is low if, if, if not, you know, non-existent at that point. So you're not breaking down the proteins. And as we digest the food, we're not getting the nutrients, you know, and then on top of it, the stress is depleting the nutrients. So, you know, and our body needs all these vitamins and minerals and, you know, beautiful things to keep us thriving. Um, so that was kind of, I feel like I circled around, but that, that was, kind of, you know, that's, that's basically the gist of, you know, of, of stress on the body. And, and, you know, so, yeah, so, I mean, it's a no wonder, you know, that so many of us are going, you know, I don't know why I'm so tired all day. I don't know why, you know, I need five cups of coffee a day. I don't know why, you know, I need my afternoon nap, you know, um, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's become such a badge of honor. And I know it was for me. I mean, I used to, I used to wear it, you know, and, and brag and, and so many people do this, right. I mean, we, you know, especially I think us ladies, you know, we'll get together and, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Well, I'm so busy. I've got my kids or I have my job or I have this and, you know, and it's kind of like, well, who, you know, are, are we proud of, of, of being the busiest of the, you know, of the busy and, and it's, you know, and for our health, that's not, you know, that's not really something to brag about, you know, I mean, we need to learn to, you know, when we go, you know, if you, if you go to yoga, don't make it a competition, you know, be there for you, you know, be there to, to enjoy and to breathe and to really, you know, feel like, you know, the release of what yoga was meant to do. And so I'm a 500 hour yoga teacher too. So I, I, I've seen it all. I've seen people come, you know, and, and they just, they, they make it a competition or like this, this cardio exercise. And I'm like, no, like, you know, please like for your, for you, please like come here, breathe, like lay in Shavasana for all I care. You know, the whole class, like, I don't, you know, if this is your one time, your one hour a day to, to relax, you know, please do. Um, so, yeah, so I, I really think that that's, you know, if, if we can, you know, if we can help people with even just the stress part, I, I think that it would change people's health, you know, it just, and, and the mindset around stress that it's not a badge of honor, that what should be a badge of honor is, you know, 
I, I got to laugh today and I, you know what, I got to take a nap today or I meditated today or, you know, I don't know. I, I sat around and I did nothing today, you know, for an hour. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because that was so me when I first started yoga. The only reason I was in there is because I had hurt my back and I couldn't run anymore running. I could track my miles and I was accomplishing something, you know, and I was really sweating and I just, the endorphins, blah, blah, blah. So I, I treated yoga like that. Like you said, like a cardio, like, Ooh, what, what kind of crazy pose can I learn to do? <laughs> and it's not that at all, but yeah. So I really, I, I love that you mentioned just that whole, that brain that is constantly going and in a hurry, that fight or flight brain, because so many of us, we think that that's how we accomplish things by being in a stressed state, but for our bodies, that stresses our bodies out. Right. Right. I mean, that was me for forever. I mean, I, you know, I don't remember, you know, both my dad was like a, a super workaholic and I, I'm a lot more like my, like, I guess I followed more in my dad's footsteps in a way. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, went to school, went to college and, you know, I ended up, I was an engineer for 10 years and I, I did, you know, I, it was all about, you know, how far can you go? How many hours can you work? You know, we would, we would even brag in the office, you know, if I worked 80 hours, you know, was it better than someone who worked 78 hours, you know what I mean? Like a week. And, it, it, you know, and same with you, like I, I was always either a runner or, you know, I was into bodybuilding or I was into, you know, exercise was always honestly a way of punishing myself. I think is, is how I ended up, you know, in hindsight is how I ended up, you know, treating it was that it was such a hardcore competition that, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm all for, you know, doing a good hit workout, you know, and getting your cardio up. And, but I know with me, the mindset behind it was, you know, it was more than just pushing my body. It was literally to stress my body all the time. And there was, there wasn't that, that other side of the coin where I was doing, you know, yoga or Tai Chi or, you know, some, some soft Pilates or, you know, just going for a walk, like going for a walk. I, that was not in my vocabulary back in the day. It was like run, you know, running. Um, yeah. And I, you know, and it's funny now because now the exercises that I choose to do, I mean, I dance a lot more and I, yeah, I definitely do do yoga and I still, you know, lift weights, but I, I, you know, I don't, do it like I used to, you know, it's, it's very structured, you know, and it's more for, you know, just the health of my body and, and you know, and also like, you know, lifting weights is good for your bones and, you know, especially for bone density, you know, and so that's, that's another topic for another day, but yeah, I mean, so I I've definitely learned to, to slow down and more see exercise as celebrating my body instead of, you know, uh, some kind of accomplishment that, that needs to be done. Cause I mean, my body just, it wasn't, you know, it was so stressed everywhere else. Like I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. And when you're talking about dealing with a chronic illness, you know, I think a lot of us believe because of what we've been told that our bodies are just broken. Right. Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of, let's, I mean, you're already going there, but let's talk about that mind body connection. What does it tell our bodies? If we are of this mindset of punishment or beating our bodies up for this brokenness that we can't fix because we're always going to be stuck with this condition. What does that, what does that do? It's, you know, I, I have to say if that was, that was the biggest thing for me. Cause when, you know, I was, I was 22 when I got diagnosed and, you know, and I, you know, now at, now at 36, 22 was very young, you know, I was still in college and I, I didn't know what I was doing in life, you know, and there, 
there was definitely, you know, leading up to my diagnosis. I mean, I, I had been to so many doctors. I had been in the, the emergency room a million times. It felt like, I mean, there were times where like, I literally was terrified. Like I was just terrified of my body. You know, it got to the point where I was terrified to even eat. Um, you know, I didn't, I had to end up dropping out of college, um, for over a semester and it, you know, and it, I, I literally, there were moments where I thought I, you know, I don't want to get too dark, but where I thought I'd rather die than live this way for the rest of my life. You know, it was just, I felt like a prisoner in my body and it was like, you know, I couldn't, it, it, it affected, you know, my school, it affected my, my relationships with my family, my, you know, I felt like my family didn't believe me, you know, so that was kind of a, an internal war, but then, you know, romantically, you know, um, it was, it was very, very tough. And, and even after, you know, the diagnosis and, you know, and I had once, once I had my surgery, I had seen a naturopath and, and she was, she was super helpful. She, she got me to a point to where it was almost tolerable, right. You know, like I, I could be on supplements and I could function, you know, and I, and I think that's probably where most of most people are with autoimmune is, you know, I could take a pill, whether it's supplements or biologics or big pharma, it doesn't matter. You know, it's all pill is a pill is a pill. And, you know, and so it was almost like, you know, I, I just, I was just managing, you know, I was just managing. And I, I think for me, you know, my, my biggest thing was I had such a drive to be successful in a way that in, in my career that it made it to where, you know, I didn't give up, you know, I had a compelling future where I know, you know, so, so many people don't have that. And the minute that we start telling ourselves that our body's broken, the minute that we start telling ourselves that, you know, we have, for instance, I'll, I'll go to food. Cause that, that was the biggest one for me. I ended up having so many reactions to so many different foods that I became terrified. I mean, just terrified. I would, I would carry around EpiPens with me everywhere. Cause there were some foods that actually gave me anaphylactic at one point. And I, you know, and to this, to this day, I, I'm not going to lie. There's some foods I'm still afraid to, to touch and I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I'm okay to avoid them. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy how the mind literally can control the, the chemical reactions that go on in the body, you know, and that, you know, that even goes into the stress and the fear, you know, the, the fear of the food literally sends the body straight into a stress reaction, you know, and, and it becomes something that the body remembers. I mean, you know, and, and also to that point, like I, I, I know for me, there were, there were definitely moments where I had no hope that my body was going to get better. And, and I feel like, you know, sometimes, and, and you, you do mental health stuff. So I think you'll relate to this, um, or at least know people who would relate to this. There's still days. I mean, I've been, I've been healthy for seven years. I mean, I haven't had one symptom. I'm not on any medication. I mean, I, you know, I live a very, very normal life, um, now because I know the signs but the mindset is the biggest key. It really is. Like I, I have to, there's, there's so many times where I have to remind myself that I'm not that sick girl anymore, that I'm not, you know, and my body listens, you know, and I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I I can sit here and, and tell you, you know, and I, I you know, it, it, I can sit here and tell you that it's, 
you know, that it's kind of like magic in a way. Um, but I know it's not like, I know that every single cell in our body listens to the messages that are coming from our brain, you know, including, you know, I mean, for me, there is a gut brain connection, you know, through the vagus nerve and, you know, our, a lot of what people don't understand is that the gut actually has its own, um, nervous system, the enteric nervous system. And so they communicate back and forth. I mean, you actually more from the enteric to the brain than, than the other, but nonetheless, it's all on purpose. Like it literally is all on purpose. So if you're walking around and you have a belief that you're going to be sick forever, and you have a, a belief that your body is, is out to hurt you and out to get you, your body will actually respond to that. Like your, your body will actually make that true and not the other way around. And so what, you know, what I help people try to understand, you know, when I'm working with them, and this is the part where they start, you know, going, well, I don't, you know, I don't know about this, you know, I, and it's not until they see it, when you start changing the thoughts that are going through your head about your body, if you start believing that the symptoms that your body is showing you are body's way of protecting you, your body's way of saying, Hey, please, you know, Amber, listen to me, please. Like I'm showing you the symptom, you know, I'm creating this energy to show you the symptom. Please listen to me. You know, the moment that you start getting that connection and you start realizing that your mind and body are connected, like there's, there is no separation, you know, that's, that's where the healing really happens. And I, I know for me, you know, it wasn't until I found functional medicine at 28. That's when my healing journey really started. And I, I haven't looked back since. Um, that was one of the things that she had, that she had mentioned to me was, you know, my mindset. And so I started looking at other modalities of, okay, how do I get my mind? Right. You know, how do I, you know, cause when you're sick in your body, the last thing you're going to sit there and, and think, and the last thing you're going to tell, you know, say out loud is I'm healed you know, that I feel good in my body, you know, cause it, it's a lie, you know, I mean, it's a lie. Right. But the more you lie to yourself, <laughs> um, your body starts to respond and it's, it's really, it's really miraculous how it works. Um, so, yeah, I'm so glad that you explained that because I 100% agree. I've seen it for myself. I, I mean, I, it's, it's so powerful. It's so important. It's backed by science um, for people who believe, you know, in another, you know, spiritual realm, there's a lot of backing. I mean, it is, there's so much out there Um, and we're not talking about this because it's scary and it feels like it's out of our control, but I mean, those messages, those gut brain messages are huge. So can we talk a little bit more about what you did to, to start your healing process and, and what this looks like for people who are struggling and are listening to you and they're going, yeah, but, but what about me? Can I do this too? Cause I'm so inspired. I, like I had goosebumps, like with everything you're saying, I'm like, this is so good. So yeah. How, how can people get started on their healing journey? I mean, you know, I, so I believe in a bio individual, um, you know, uh, perspective of this, you know, I mean, you know, even if, you know, let's, let's just categorize, you know, people with Crohn's disease, you know, people with Crohn's disease, we're not all alike. I mean, the, the, the root cause of the, of the disease is, I mean, it could be a plethora of things. I mean, you know, I know I, looking back, I know that a lot of mine was stress, um, diet and probably birth control. Um, cause it was around the time that I got on birth control and, um, you know, and so it, you know, so 
knowing what causes your immune system, you know, knowing what causes, um, you to have leaky gut, knowing, you know, that, you know, what your stress levels are, what your diet is, what your, you know, lifestyle factors are, are you coming into, you know, do you have a toxic lifestyle, you know, whether it be emotional or physical, you know, those are, those are the the things to be mindful of and what I work with people, you know, with as well. So, I mean, for anyone, I mean, I think that, that healing is, is definitely, um, achievable for sure. And, you know, I, so to kind of talk about just my healing journey, it wasn't just one thing. And I, you know, it's one of the, it's one of the, honestly, it's kind of one of the, the most asked question I get is, you know, how can I change my diet to heal? That's the biggest question I get. What do I eat? What do I eat? And I'm, you know, and I hate that question, honestly, because for one, you know, what, what could be, you know, really good food for me could be poison for someone else, you know? So we're all bio-individual in that way. But also when you start dealing with, you know, people with autoimmune, you know, and you already have the, the aspect of leaky gut, right. The, the amount of food or the the probability that you have food sensitivities rises. And so your food sensitivities are going to be foods that you eat. You know, it's not, it's not going to be foods that I eat. It's going to be, you know, it's not going to be just some random food that you now are, are sensitive to. It's going to be something that your immune system has actually come into contact with through, you know, the junk, the junctions of the gut. So, you know, so I don't, I don't know, what are you eating, you know? And so, um, you know, I tell people a lot that, I mean, for one, I can help clear allergies. So that's, that's something that, um, that I help people with. Um, cause that was something that helped me. Um, my functional medicine doctor did a lot of kind of the energy work that I now, um, am certified to do. So that was, that was huge for me to become certified. in. so that, cause food allergies, I mean, that's, if you can clear them like this, instead of waiting that six months, like most people would have you do, um, you know, that was, that was huge for me. Um, but also just really getting back to the basics on diet, you know, I, I am, you know, I'm a big proponent for, you know, eating just real food, like real food, like real healthy, non-toxic food that comes from mother earth that is literally made to be a nourishment to your body, you know, and, and it's, it, it, and it does kind of, you know, it, it sucks, you know, living in, in a, in a place where, you know, burgers and French fries and, you know, wings and, you know, hot dogs and, you know, and all these things are, are acceptable foods, unfortunately. Um, but you know, in your healing process, they're, they're just, they're, they're not optimal. I mean, they, they will, they give you nothing. They, they not only give you nothing, but they hurt you. Um, and so, you know, so diet, diet is a really big thing. Um, also for me, you know, yeah, it went back to the stress. It went back to the mindset. It went back to, you know, there was a lot of emotional stuff that I was carrying, um, you know, and, and I can get into that on another day. Um, cause I do, um, energy work for emotional healing as well, which, which helps heal the body. Um, so, you know, but that was one of the modalities that I used, um, to heal was, you know, cause I felt like I was, easily, you know, being triggered by, by old traumas and old stuff that I was carrying around. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us are that way, you know, um, we don't address our emotions and we don't talk about our feelings. And instead we, we shove them all down and guess what? Like energy is energy is energy. Our bodies are made up of 
hundred percent energy, you know, energy. And so, you know, when we start harboring and holding on to grudges and anger and resentment, you know, it holds in the body, it holds in the body. And so, you know, so that's, that's something that I, I definitely, um, uh, worked on heavily for my, for my own, for my own healing. Um, yeah. So that was, you know, and so it was kind of inspired all the, all the modalities I started getting certified in. Cause I, you know, I first did yoga cause I found, I found yoga and I was like, okay, this is, this is something that's really good for me. So I was like, well, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. You know, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this stuff later, but, um, you know, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. The thing is though, is it's bio-individual, you know? And so what works for me may not work for someone else. You know, the things that I find joy in, and the things that bring me peace and the bring the things that make me feel, you know, nourished in my body isn't the same as like for you, Erin. I mean, it's not the same as, as what's going to work for you. And so, you know, I think, I think really for people who are listening is to really start slowing down and listening to your body because your body's talking to you. It's just, you've, 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 you haven't been listening. You haven't, I mean, to, to get right to the, to the nut of it, you haven't been listening. And so, you know, if you eat a food, you know, I know so many people say this, like, I'm going to eat this food, this cupcake, but I know I'm going to feel like crap tomorrow. Why, why start questioning? Why, why, why do you want to feel like crap tomorrow? I mean, you know, so it, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot on, you know, coming back to you, coming back to you and coming back to really loving who you are and just learning to really take care of your body. That's, that's, that's key because I think for me too, I mean, if I'm all honest, you know, I, I didn't care much about me back then, you know, and it wasn't until I started really learning to love myself when, you know, my actions, that decision to love myself changed my habits, changed my decisions, changed my actions, changed the way that I feed myself, the way that I think of myself, the way that I treat myself. And, um, you know, so I guess for anyone listening that that's, that's where to start is, you know, really learning to, to love that you have this magnificent body that's speaking to you all the time and, you know, allowing you this opportunity to live, to live. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And and I think it's so good too coming from your background as an engineer, that is a very focused driven, I mean, to quote mean girls, you're like really smart, you know? So, I mean, it's like, it, that's one of those, you, you don't want to tune into your body. You have stuff to do. You have things to learn. You have, I mean, there's a lot there. Um, and I think for many of us, like I mentioned, but we, we just go through life, just plowing forward, not stopping to think, well, if I have, you know, chips for lunch, how's my brain going to function later, you know, or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's so key. Now tell me about your clients and what kind of people you work with now and, you know, your website and your information, all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I started my business two years ago. So I, I started going back to school, um, back in 2019. I, you know, it was funny. I, I feel like the, the pandemic was honestly like a, a blessing to, uh, to, to what happened. Cause I had been so fearful of, of getting out there and really like following my passion. Cause I've been wanting to do this since probably about 2016 was when I really, I felt like this was my calling and a passion and, and it became, you know, a mission of mine. 
So I went back to school to IAN. And then after, I mean, that was kind of the start of it. I just started going to school after school after school, you know, trying to learn all I could about, you know, autoimmunity and gut health and, you know, and, and how to, you know, coach people to like make changes and all, all the things. And so I started my business two years ago and I, yeah, I work with people who have, you know, gut issues all the way up to the autoimmunity, you know, or chronic illnesses that doctors can't seem to, to figure out, um, what's going on with them. I mean, those are, those are the most of the people that I, that I get. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, and it's so fulfilling. It's so fulfilling just watching, you know, the change and, and seeing that, you know, this works, like it works, you know, um, that, you, you know, I mean, that you don't have to, you know, be miserable that I'm not an anomaly, you know, that it is science backed, you know, and that's what I love about, you know, SAFM too. It's like, you know, it, it, it's so scientific, you know, how this works. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I've been doing for two years. And I, you know, I've, I've got a book that I'm writing now of my, of my whole story, a memoir. I'm hoping to have it done by the end of the year. Um, work's been busy. <laughs> so, um, we'll, we'll see, uh, when I can get that finished. Um, but yeah, I do have a website. Um, my business is feel good nourishment. So it's, uh, feelgoodnourishment.com. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, so if anyone wants to check out my website and see what I do, that is where to go. Um, you can, yeah. Yeah. And and for those who are still skeptical, I I can tell you so many stories that now Amber's is very, you did overcome a lot, but I've seen chronic illness be reversed in my own health. Now we're hearing the story from Amber in my third born child. I've seen chronic disease be reversed in him and so many other people that we have spoken with Amber and I have spoken with through this functional medicine community. It is absolutely possible to find a place of healing in your body. It just might take a process and it might take some digging. It might take some work. It's going to take more than one or two sessions. Am I right? Right. Well, (laughs) and I tell people all the time, patience, patience is going to be your best friend. You know, Mm. it's kind of like with weight loss, right? Like sometimes you'll be losing weight, losing weight slowly, but surely, but then you hit a plateau healing is that way too. You know, I, you know, they say that it takes an average of seven years to finally get diagnosed with a disease. Okay. And when that's, and it was funny when I heard that, cause I went, wow, it was seven years for me too, 15 to wow. 22, but you know, healing takes time. It took me about a year, you know, from, from when I first started seeing that functional medicine doctor and finding these modalities, it took me a year to heal. And, you know, so I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, don't expect, you know, to see miracles, you know, in a month and two months. I mean, you know, uh, your body will heal as it's ready and, you know, and you just have to be patient and, and give your, give your body a chance to, uh, to, to breathe again, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Now. Okay. I got to ask you my favorite question. It's the, the last question. And that is, you know, the name of the show is sparking wholeness. So if you could give one piece of advice to spark someone toward wholeness, what would it be? Oh man, know that you're worthy, you know, know that you're worthy of, of living a life that whatever it looks like for you. I mean, even, I don't care if, if life for you is being a stay at home mom or being a a cashier at a bank or being the CEO of a business, you do you, and you, you show up every single day as your best self. And so by knowing you're worthy, you know, 
you can take care of yourself and have the energy and vitality and give yourself a chance to actually live this life because life is short. I mean, I, I turned 37 this year and sometimes I'm like, how am I not 21 still? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I just, but know you're worthy because life, I mean, life is just too short to, to just waste it, you know, not, not taking care of the one vessel you're because you are your only best friend that you are born with and that you die with. And if you can't love yourself and know that you're worthy of having, having health and having joy in your life, you know, that's, that, that's, yeah, that's my, that's my one advice. Mm, Yeah. That's powerful. Thanks for sharing that. I I'm with you. Okay. Well, this has been such a good discussion and I'm just, I'm so grateful to know you and just to hear your story and for you to be sharing this with people. It truly, you know, is it Brene Brown? I think it is. It says that vulnerability is a gift. Your vulnerability, your openness is such a gift. And um, I, I, I can't wait to publish this episode. So thanks again for being on. All right. Well, thank you very much, Erin. Yeah, this was amazing. I, I, I mean, we've been talking for, for months now, but it was so nice to, to get on and chat. The tiniest spark leads to the biggest blaze. And I hope that today's episode sparks you on a journey to healing and wholeness. Thanks for listening to Sparking Wholeness. For more information on what I do and my coaching programs, or maybe just to reach out and say, hey, find me at sparkingwholeness.com or on Instagram at sparkingwholeness. Have a fabulous week.